0: Have you had a dream, a vision, you know God put it in your heart and yet it's been delayed or hasn't come to pass or you feel like it failed? Uh, Watch today because we're going to give you the answer and show you the reason why that failed and how to pick it back up and fulfill what God's put in your heart.
1: Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg.
0: Welcome to day, today's broadcast of Wisdom for Living, and we're actually talking about how to walk in wisdom, how to activate wisdom in your life, how to draw wisdom from your, uh, inner, from your spirit man to your natural mind so you can make good decisions. How many of you have been struggling with decisions that you make and, and then maybe making the decision and questioning, uh, well, was it the right decision? Uh, you know, did, how do I know if I made the right decision? And, and second guessing your decision. Well, God's got wisdom for you. And we're going to talk about, continue to talk about t- today how to draw that wisdom out. And once you understand that He has wisdom for you. He's been made unto you wisdom. And that when you ask for wisdom, you're doing it from a place of surplus, like writing a check on, on a bank account that, that you have money in, then you'll understand that, uh, that wisdom is going gonna, is gonna to freely come to you. So uh, I'm excited about what we're going to share today. So I want to share a funny with you first, as I always do. Uh, This is called a Facebook funny. So for those of my older generation, like me, who do not really comprehend the need for Facebook. Presently, I'm trying to make friends outside of Facebook while applying the same principles. Therefore, every day, I walk down the street and tell the passers-by what I've eaten, how I feel, what I've done the night before and what I'll do tomorrow. Then I give them pictures of my family, my dog, my garden, and spending time in my pool. And I also listen to their conversations. And I tell them that I love them. And it really works. I already have three persons following me, two police officers and a psychiatrist. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That is greatness. So, uh, we've, we've been talking about wisdom, how to draw it out, and uh, understanding that you have wisdom. He's been made unto you wisdom, 1 Corinthians one thirty. Then, uh, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, how it's important that you have a personal relationship with the Word of God, because God is looking, Psalm 51.60 He's looking, in your, in, in your heart, in your inward man uh, that he can, he can find truth there and make it wisdom. And we, we talk to you about the how important it is that the fear of the Lord actually is the beginning of wisdom, Psalm 111.10. How important it is that, that you place greater value on what God says and His opinion about things than what your family thinks or friends think or you know your political party thinks it doesn't matter we're get, we, we have to choose to stay with the truth no matter who it connects us with or separates us from if we want to continue to walk in God's wisdom and then uh, in our last uh, broadcast we talked about uh, how important it is to understand the connection that there is between love and wisdom, wisdom and love are sisters, and we use that example of, of how Solomon determined which of the, which of the mothers, which of the women was the real mother of the child, and he said, bring the child here and let me cut it in half, and and uh, he knew that wisdom knew that love in the real mother would give up the right for the child, for the life of the child, and so if we'll take the time. Uh, when, when we're seeking God about a decision, especially when it's related to other people, or, or you know, and most of our decisions are going to impact other people. Uh, even even if it seems like it's just a decision for me, it's going to eventually, down the road, impact others. And so if, if we'll take the time to to, to cut away uh, your own best interest, what's uh, what's convenient, what's uh, easiest or expedient what's comfortable what, what's most beneficial uh, to, to me when, when, when we'll take the time to do that uh, then and we think about uh, what's in the best interest of others uh, then wisdom will find wisdom wisdom will be there and I've put this to work in and uh, practice this in uh, the probably the last 35 years of my leadership life and and I've and I found myself making good decisions I'm not saying I make everyone perfect but I'm saying when I take that time to seek the Lord about what is in the best interest of those that I serve uh, I've found wisdom and I know you will too and so uh, today I want to begin to talk about another aspect of wisdom and that is simply seeking counsel Proverbs 24 verse 6 says for by wise counsel you will wage your own war and in the multitude of counselors there is safety so each of us has our own perspective on things and but no matter how awesome your perspective is and how much it's from god it's still limited 1 Corinthians 13, verse 9 says, for we know in part. We know in part. So what does that mean? None of us has the whole loaf. None of us knows everything about everything. Uh, I, you know, obviously God does, but and He's on the inside of you. But, you know, you and I already know what we know, but godly counsel Will expose us to increased perspective, uh, which is wisdom. And whenever I face a decision that must be made in a short time frame, especially, I always seek counsel to confirm the direction that's best that keeps me safe in my decision making and helps me draw on wisdom. Uh, and I have people ask me, you know, in my years of ministry and pastoring, people you know they have decisions to make and sometimes the decision has to be made you know in a in a limited time frame then i i always encourage them to go seek counsel of course they're they're coming to me for counsel when i have a decision to make and and the decision has to be made i mean let's say you know i've given notice on the place that i'm renting and i have to find another place and i haven't found it yet and what do i do and you know one time we did that and ended up having to move in with mama and you know that that wasn't that wasn't so so much of a blessing even though it was a financial blessing uh and so what what do you do well i'll i'll go get counsel i'll i'll talk to someone i've got like an inner circle of of people in my life that i trust who will be objective, you know, it doesn't help to talk to someone who's going to tell you what you want to hear. You know, if you're just going for counsel, and you want them to agree with you, uh, you're not going to get wisdom. And that's what a lot of people do. But uh, I'm persuaded better things of you. And uh, I don't let counsel sway me on what God's saying. I don't move off of the what of what God's telling me but I seek counsel because uh, I'm limited in my perspective and sometimes I'm missing something. Uh, Each of us has blind spots where we need one another. That's the beauty of the body of Christ is we each have gifts, we each have knowledge, we've got skill, we've got wisdom in different areas. And, And so we can benefit from one another if we'll take the time to simply seek out People that we know that we trust. Number one, that will be objective. Number two, that they have some experience, and you've had you've uh, they've confirmed things to you before that that have that have turned out to be the wisdom of God. And and I, I do that a lot. And when I mean almost always when I'm when I'm getting a, when I need to make an important decision, I'll certainly I'm seeking the Lord. And I'm, as I shared in the last, uh, in the last broadcast, that I cut away th- things that are in my best interest and what I prefer uh, in, my, in my natural flesh or my, my tendency. And then I, I seek the Lord and I spend time in His Word. But then I'm going to go get counsel. I'm going to talk to two or three people and I'm not going to tell them uh, what I think they uh, what I think I want them to tell me i'm just going to say look, if you're in this situation, what would you do? How would you handle this and um, you know if you go to someone though for counsel and and then you t- you tell them, well listen God's told me to do this and this uh, and and you've already told them basically what God has said, and what you've done is you've tied their hands from giving you any any objective counsel because what if what if they feel like that that's not God what are they going to tell you no it wasn't God um, so when, when I know God's spoken spoken to me when I'm sensing he's dealt with me I've spent time seeking him getting my own preferences aside I've, I'm spending time in the word then I'll go and get, and get counsel and say listen this is what I'm considering or I might say it like this I'm sensing that the Lord is leading me in this. Would you give me your feedback on this? And, and I practice this when I, in, in my leadership. In fact, I've had uh, fellow leaders and staff members tell me that, you know, Greg, you shouldn't do that because uh, you, you should just tell them, God said this and this is what we're going to do. And, and, uh, and I said, no, because if I do that, I've silenced the perspective that they might have that says something different or at least a different way than what I was considering. And so most of the time, godly counsel does not change what God said to me, but it also, but it helps me on on the how or or on the timing of of what he said to me because if I hear God I'm tempted to want to go ahead and just you know carry that thing out and do it right away and and just it doesn't matter kind of Katie bar the door I'm just going to do whatever I want to do but um that'd be that that be like a, a woman who has conceived you've got a, a baby on the inside of you you've got a child that you've conceived and and that, that baby is real, but how long, uh, those of you watching who had babies, how long does it take from the time of conception to the time of birth? You know, like, what is it? Like uh, nine months, right? It's like, uh, how, many, how many weeks? 38 weeks or something. And so, you know, it, but if that child is born, let's say it's born at seven months. What do they call that child? They call it a preemie or premature. And what happens if that child's born at six months? Uh, That child's going to have problems. It may not live. And certainly if it's born prior to six months, it probably is not going to live. And and many times in the body of Christ, uh, people have heard from God. They have a legitimate dream or vision or purpose on the inside. But then they try to go out and self-fulfill it in their time, in their way. And many, many times what happens is we have a lot of spiritual miscarriages or abortions. And you've got the wisdom of God. You've got the what. But I've discovered when I take the time to get godly counsel, then I come up with the strategy and the timing to fulfill that In the fullness of time and that is it is so powerful this principle Ecclesiastes 8 says to every purpose there is both time and judgment and the purpose is the what the time obviously is the when the judgment is the strategy or the how and what I've discovered over my years of ministry if I'll take the time, you know, as I'm seeking God, I'm, I know what He's called me to do. I know uh, He's, He's telling me to do a certain thing. Then if I'll take the time to get counsel and listen to God, He'll give me both the strategy and the timing. And typically the strategy, uh, it's one thing to get the what, but then to get the strategy and the time, typically when I get the strategy, downloaded in my heart. The time is close. And I know the first uh, church that we pastored, uh, I I went to Bible college for two years. I came out of Bible college. I knew I was supposed to plant a church. Uh, I knew God had spoken to us. But I went out without a lot of counsel. And you know, we started a Bible study. I had basically given my business away. And we started a Bible study. We had You know, 35, 40 people coming, and then uh, they encouraged me to start the church and and go ahead and do that and launch out. And so, you know, we graduated in May and started the church in September. But um, you know, people stayed away in droves. Even some of the people uh, that were in our Bible study because they were going to other churches, and I listened to other people on the timing. Instead of instead of seeking godly counsel, uh, on on what was best, and and I know I started that church about six months premature, and and we had a lot of struggles over that time that we would not have had, had I sought godly counsel of other people that have planted churches before me, and gone and talked to them, and sit down with them, and and listen and. And, and, and really objectively listen to them, uh, I, I, I would have done a, we would have accomplished a lot more with a, with a lot less heartache. And so many times when I'm getting counsel, I discover not decide what is the best course of action. And so, again, it's not just what you're supposed to do, but how are you going to do it? Uh, what's the strategy? What's the plan? And, and, and what's the successful plan? Because we have all of our plans. We have all of our ideas about things, but not all of our plans, not all of man's plans. You know, you can have the what of what God told you to do, but then you add your plan to it and your strategy to it and your time on it, and then you can end up having a spiritual miscarriage or a spiritual abortion. Now, someone's watching right now who you've been in a lot of discouragement. In fact, you've dealt with a lot of depression because you had a dream from God. You had something you know God has spoken to you. And, you know, like that, like that Rachel Scott song, you know, I know I've heard, I heard God loud and clear, but how did I end up here? And... This is God's wisdom for you. The reason you ended up where it seems like it failed, Uh, you didn't fail. You just failed to access another part of God's wisdom by getting counsel for people from other people who have who have gone before you in in similar in similar ventures. And you stepped out, and God's pleasure is over you for stepping out. You're not a failure. Even though that, that thing failed, or it appeared to fail, uh, don't give up. Wipe the dust off of that dream or vision. Uh, God's going to yet bring it to pass if you don't give up. But seek God this time. You can relaunch. And seek God this time about the strategy. Get, get godly counsel from people who have done what you're, what you're uh, thinking about doing, or at least in a measure what, what you're doing, and who've been there before you and listen to how God is speaking through them because you didn't miss it on the what, you didn't miss it on the dream. The Bible says in Romans 11:29, 29, I believe it says the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. You didn't fail. You, you, you just failed to access all of the things that are available to you to walk in wisdom. So just learn from that mistake. Fail fail forward, have a noble failure, and, and realize, God, listen, Moses started off that way. Uh, in Acts chapter 7, uh, it says Steve, Stephen was speaking of Moses and said, God put it in his heart to be a deliverer of the children of Israel. But then Moses started to do God's will his own way by killing one Egyptian at a time. And then Moses had to go and get his B.S.D. degree, backside of the desert. <laughs> and, and, you know, we all have to do that and in some way, shape or form. But 40 years later, when God revisioned him at the Burning Bush University, he spoke to him. And basically it was the same thing. He, he had called him. He revisioned him. It, he was still the deliverer that God called him to be. and But this time, remember, Moses had to turn aside from what he was doing and listen to God. And then, then he had to agree with God that God was going to use him. But then remember when he went out, then to fulfill it. And basically it was the same thing that God had put in his heart 40 years before. That he was going to be a deliverer of the children of Israel. But this time, Remember what happened as he went out? God told him, what do you have in your hand? And he said, well, it's my rod, which represented his ministry that God used to part the Red Sea to do the miracles and all that. And he said, lay it down. Remember? And then what, what did that rod become when he laid it down? It became a venomous snake. And what did God tell him to do? which that venomous snake represents our ministries, that that serpent nature in our ministry when we try to do God's will our way. And what did, what did he do? He said, pick it up now by the tail. Well, I'm not picking snakes up, period. Okay? Especially a venomous one. But if I was going to pick one up, it's not going to be by the tail. It'd be right behind the back of the neck. You know, we're from... Texas and there's a lot of rat rattlesnakes and things there and uh, I'm the only good snake is a dead snake as far as I'm concerned But but Moses in order to do God's will He had to pick up that that uh, snake God's way and when he picked it up God's way It became the rod of God in his hand that God was able to use now, someone who's watching, have you, you've tried and you've, you've gone out and you've done similar to what Moses did, but, but you, didn't get the, you didn't get the strategy of God that corresponded to the will of God. And I'm just telling you, God's pleased with your faith. He's not mad at you. But you've got to now submit to the Lord and say, all right, God, I'm going to do what you told me to do. I'm going to yet do this, but I'm going to do it your way. I'm not going to do it my way. I'm not going to do what somebody else has done. I'm not going to follow somebody else's vision. You've got a plan. You've got a strategy. You've got the timing. And I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to accomplish that. Um, guys, I, I tell you, th- this is so important and and uh that that we what we learn the value of godly counsel. And I don't let what Listen, I've had people counsel me and it wasn't good counsel. So I don't have to take whatever... When any, I'm not obligated to take what anybody else tells me and, and, and go out and fulfill it. But I'm telling you, many times I've, I've gone to my leaders and I've said, I'm sensing God's leading me in this direction. And what happens is they don't move me off of what God told me. What, what they do, rather, is they give me wisdom on the strategy on the timing on the best way for what god called me to do to be successful and this is this is true for for many of you who are watching today this is you know you you've been you've you've been frustrated you've been you know uh discouraged you've been you thought you heard god and and then it didn't work out all right let me tell you something you you pick that vision back up you you seek God again. He, he's going to yet fulfill the promise of God to you. Just like he told, uh, told Abraham after Abraham after 15 years didn't have a child. And, and he said, look, you, you get your eyes, no matter after all this other stuff that's happened to you and disappointment and delay a promise, you get your eyes, lift up your eyes from the place where you are right now. Get your eyes back on me seek counsel. And what I put in your heart, I will yet bring to pass. I just want to bless you today and pray and release the wisdom of God and, and even courage to step out again and get counsel that will give you wisdom to fulfill the dream and the vision that God's put in your heart. Thanks so much for being with us again today. We'll continue this uh, in, the, uh, in the next Broadcast. God bless you guys. Have a great day.
1: Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom as Pastor Greg shares from over 40 years of walking out biblical truths and principles. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. Today's teaching, Walking in Wisdom, is also available in a five-part CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Gregmore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world. To give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ likeness, and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today.
0: Hey, thanks so much for watching today's broadcast. I want to encourage you to go on my website, gregmore.com, M O H uh, R.com, uh, where you can find. Just an abundance of resources, uh, books and CDs and DVDs and things. But also, I've got a section in there on wisdom quotes, and we've been talking about wisdom, and I encourage you to go check that out, gregmoore.com.
1: On our website, you'll find Greg's latest book release, free teachings, as well as many other resources. You'll be able to access his blogs, Quotes of Wisdom, and Funnies of the Week. While there, please connect with us and let us know how you or a loved one has been blessed by this ministry. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living.
0: The will of God is is much more than a geographic location or specific vocation. You can be right in the middle, in the center of what what God's geographic location is for you and the specific vocation God has for you, and you can miss the will of God a million miles because you ceased being thankful.
1: That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.